You know, it's funny. I always think like a coffee bean looks really tasty. I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, like that looks never really not. good. Like, I just want to eat that, and it's just never. not, not even close. <laughs> yeah, I'll order like an espresso martini or something. I'm like, oh man, it just looks like a, like a nice little tasty treat on top, and I drink it and get to the end and like bite into it, and <laughs> just bitter and yeah, not a tasty treat. You know, yeah. All right, Gordon. Well, let's jump into this. Um, let's do it. This is Four Gamers, One Couch Podcast. This is episode 23, maybe. I don't know. Only two gamers today, though. Only two Only gamers. Two gamers. My, um, my, uh, wow, that was bad. Me, myself, Thomas and Gotti <laughs> is here. You're going to you're gonna have to get rid of that in post-production, <laughs> Tom. Post-production that out. Wow. I don't know what happened. My brain just turned off. And I'm also joined today by the one and only, the Suns Out, Guns Out, Gordo. Suns Out, Guns Out. Suns Out, Guns Out. Gotta get those viewerships up, man. <laughs> Gotta start. I know. Showing, yeah. And now my dog's barking. I see Maddie's not in the show. All right. Yeah. All right, Gordon. So we were just talking about mid-gen refreshes of the consoles, because there was like a, like, a, like a leak, someone saying that, you know, PlayStation, the PS4, Five Pro was going to come out in 2023 or something, yeah. and we were just talking, and, and I think we were, you know, personally, I don't think there's going to be a next gen refresh um, ever. Well, I guess it's it's I shouldn't say ever. I think what I should say is is anytime soon because I do think I don't think Microsoft's going to ever like. With the way they've built their backwards compatibility and and the streamline between like last gen and this gen, I don't think they're gonna have like a oh here's a next gen console and we're leaving those other ones behind anymore. Because I think the ones the systems that they have now, like there's not really any there's nothing there really holding anything back. Like the, it's not like last gens where they their CPUs on those consoles were just terrible. Yeah. So I don't think, like, I think they'll introduce, like, new consoles, but I think, I don't think they're going to be, like, like, they're not going to be anytime soon. They, it may be in, like, four or five years. But, but, yeah, I don't expect it to be for a while, because, I mean, with the shortages right, right. now still, I don't, I don't see them trying to put out anything until they get those sorted out. But then, no, I, I mean, who, well... But the only other thing that that I could like the only like right now, the only thing I could see them doing for like the Xbox or the PS5 that would make it like a pro version, like 8K is just un. It's not they're not going to do 8K. I mean they could oh, yeah. if they really wanted to, but who's who has the money to be able to buy an 8K TV? Like ten people. Right, like literally ten people. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. I just don't think it's it's really feasible, and I don't think um, the only other thing I could see them doing is they could put like a better GPU in there, and then they could put um, give it some more RAM. But I mean, what does that what does that do really? I mean, you, you know, most TVs now are just now getting to 120 frames, so you're not going to go past 120 frames. So it'd be a it'd be an a system designed for a very small group of people that maybe play on a gaming monitor and really want to oh, yeah. have those really high frames. 
Yeah, that's why I don't see it coming until, like, the new consoles are actually widely adopted, because then it's a way to get new people to adopt or Mm -hmm. to get people that have, like, PS5 currently to be like, okay, well, I think I'm going to get the new one. I've had my PS5 for three years. It's probably... Maybe it's getting a little bit loud, or maybe it's... I hope it doesn't get loud, man. Those PS4s are loud. Um, Yeah. I mean... I know. I didn't clean mine over the entire lifespan, so I probably could have helped it out. That's something that's so so weird to me about the PS5, is um, you're supposed to open it up and vacuum out some of the dust, like the filter. I'll probably never do that. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) But, but, I mean, I, I appreciate that that's there, to like, hey, like, this is a way to clean it to make sure it's still running well. But then, like, well, this is, you know, just a different opinion of it, but I just feel like with the Xbox, you don't have that because for, I don't know, whatever reason, um, or maybe maybe you're supposed to vacuum out some some little hole in there, but um, it just seems know. like, uh, that's just like a weird, like, thing to have. And I don't think it's like, like, how many people know that? And I wonder, I like, how that... We're actually going to do it. Yeah, and I wonder how that's going to affect it, like, in, like, five or six years, if you've never vacuumed it out. We'll find out. Yeah, I guess we will. Um, but Gordo, you know, there was a big new trailer that came out this week, and mm-hmm. I got real excited about it, and I had no one to talk to about it, because Rachel hasn't yep. seen any of the Matrix movies. Yeah. I'm assuming you have, because you're a yep. cool guy. Um, yeah. What do you think? Were you excited, or were you kind of like, like I'm, I'm sort of right now. Like, why didn't they just leave it alone? Because I didn't understand the trailer at all. It sort of seems like they're, like, it doesn't seem like it's a fluid transition from the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're just like, well, let's make another one. Um, how are we gonna do it? And they just came up with some weird story yeah it almost seems like it's some type of reboot but they're not abandoning the original story yeah I don't understand because it's like now Neo now they don't know who they are and it's like they're back right in the matrix just being these oblivious people and it's like okay well how the how did where like where's the gap how did this all happen so, yeah I don't. I don't know. I'm. I. My my first thought after seeing it was like, why do they have to do this? I didn't. I didn't. I saw the trailer and I immediately scrolled past it because I just sort of like rolled my eyes oh, at first. Really? And I was like, oh my gosh, why? And then my brother texted me. It was like, did you see the new Matrix trailer? And I was like, <laughs> no, but I guess I'll go watch it. You know, it's it is funny. I know, like, I have my finger on the pulse with a lot of stuff, so I knew this movie's been was like being made. Uh, for yeah. like at least a year now and I sent it to Ben my brother and he was like what they're making another one <laughs> completely oblivious he's like when does it come out next yeah. year I was like no it comes out like in two months <laughs> yeah um, but no I think I think depending how they tell the story um, will kind of I guess because I'm assuming they're wanting to this isn't just like some epilogue right They're they're wanting it to be I'm gonna assume they're wanting to like kind of re-kick, kick off the, 
the franchise. And so I guess depending how they tell this story and how they kind of bridge the gap between the original trilogy and this movie moving forward would kind of depend yeah. if it's if it's just more of a money grab or if there's an actually an actual story to tell there. Um, the only yeah, thing that, that has me excited though is that Keanu is in it as well mm-hmm. as um, the girl, I can't think what that actress's name is. Um, but she was from the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, who's this? The, who's is the one guy supposed to be like a young Morpheus or Morpheus's son or who's like? What's yeah, that? I don't know. I remember there was. Um, there, I don't think the original guy who played Morpheus is in this movie. Um, yeah. And so I don't know if yeah I don't know if they've like if he's supposed to be a young Morpheus or something. Um, I'm not entirely sure, but yeah. Um, you know, speaking, I know we were talking about this before the show. We were talking about special edition Xboxes, and mm-hmm. Xbox has been partnering with a lot, a lot of uh, like movies, and um, like just to make like a special edition. Like they did, they did uh, uh the Tune, not Tune Squad, but um, oh Space Jam. That's Space movie. Jam. And then they recently just did um, Shang Chi. I don't know if I'm saying that mm-hmm. right. I just watched a movie last night. We'll talk about that in a minute. But mm-hmm. um, if they did a special edition Matrix Xbox with like yeah. that green lettering coming down, that would probably be mm-hmm. the coolest, coolest version of that Xbox you could have. Yeah, it's actually almost set up for that. I'll probably yeah, have to buy that. Is. The yeah. hypothetical Xbox that hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> you should just make the design yourself and get custom make it. Oh, that'd be cool, yeah. Yeah. The uh do you remember those Nexus phones Google used mm. to make way back in the day? No, um, I don't think. What do they look like? Oh, they were they were like these cheaper smartphones. Like they were only like three hundred dollars. Um yeah. but the last one one of the last ones they made on the back it had like um it basically had like the matrix on it. And so if you like tilted it, mm-hmm. you could see like the like the words coming down. Yeah really really cool um but yeah i think i think overall i'm excited i'll probably go see it rachel's never seen any of the matrix movies so we're gonna we're gonna binge those um yeah you got to binge those yeah i was me and marissa have to bend or marissa has to binge the spider-mans because she hasn't seen any of those well yeah you're gonna have to watch all those and you know even even like daredevil or do you think daredevil's in it I don't know. Maybe not just because they're, I mean, there's a limit to how many people you can bring into this thing, you know, before it starts getting just like ridiculous. I think if he's in it, he's in it very like, like a very, like he's not even maybe as Daredevil. Maybe it's just like the Matt Murdock character playing his lawyer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some sort of cameo like that. Yeah. Maybe. And I do hope they keep it as the actor, Charlie Cox. Cause I've, feel like he's the best daredevil i mean we've only had like a couple different versions of daredevil but yeah who was um, the other one ben affleck or something yeah ben affleck yeah i don't think ben affleck's gonna show up no it'd be funny if he did yeah <laughs> uh, that'd be a real real confusing one um mm-hmm. then it's like is that bruce wayne or is it daredevil <laughs> or who is it right um but uh but you know he's he's coming back as batman again for the Flash movie? Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. I thought he was done. So there's going to be two separate... There's going to be 
him and like the Robert Pattinson. Well, Robert Batman. Pattinson's Batman isn't a part of the same universe. Well, yeah, I know it's a different universe, but it's going to be like they're going to be sort of like the movie's going to be around the same time. So you're going to have these two different, completely different Batman characters in yeah, like two basically. completely different universes. It's going to be weird, I think. Um, yeah. DC's kind of like a hot mess right now. I mean, they got they they definitely have some good movies coming out like that came out recently, but yeah, they're they're kind of like their universe is all because like the Joker movie. That's not a part of any mm-hmm. other universe, as well as um, the new Batman movie. So it's but yeah, then, their like, universe is just a mess. And then like it looks like Wonder Woman's gonna stay in the past. <laughs> and then now they have the Flash movie coming out and a new mm-hmm. Aquaman. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What are they doing? <laughs> um, their thing, you know, you know the you know the meme of Charlie from It's Always Sunny, like against the background oh, yeah. with like all the papers and, and the like, red lines and... that's how i feel like the dc meetings are <laughs> i saw a news clip saying that um before any of the writers and directors start working on a new marvel movie um they have to watch the original superman movie that everyone holds as like the gold standard for like superhero movies hmm. and it's so funny to me that it's a dc movie yeah. and you're like why is why isn't dc doing that Right. <laughs> All right. Enough about movies. Let's talk about video oh, games, Gordon. You don't. You don't want to talk about Shang Chi. Yeah, let's talk Power about game? that first. We'll talk about that's better. Better idea. I just yeah. watched it, and you watched it last week. I did. Um, what did you think? Um, I think it was the best origin movie they've done. Um, and I probably would put it in maybe my top five Marvel movies. Ow. Mm. Top not five out, overall like or ever. top five like overall. solo? Overall. I think overall. I loved it. I think it was like, I know Vinny after the movie said, this like, is weird. it didn't even seem like a Marvel movie. No, no, yeah, I saw the text. And, but I think, I mean, it was nice because like, I went into it with zero expectations. I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was sort of there just for the ride. And, like, I thought the action sequences were awesome. I thought they didn't they didn't need to rely on any sort of, like, Marvel cameo or, like, existing piece from the Marvel Universe to, like, to, like bring people, like, to get people excited mm-hmm. or connected to, you know? It's sort of just sort of relied on just its own story and its own characters. Right. Um, and then I thought like how, cause all I knew was that the dad was the bad guy. And then like, they brought in that whole other piece at the very end. And um, well, let's, let's first say spoiler warning for anyone who has not seen the movie. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I was very, very caught off guard by that whole night dragon coming out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> that dark mm-hmm. evil, thing um but yeah, Gordon, yeah i think i'm on the same page as you um it was definitely very good and honestly so you, know, you guys went and saw it last weekend opening weekend yep and i saw all the reviews i saw you guys kind of talking about it. i didn't have any spoilers but i had the expectation set of it for being like really really good and yeah. typically when that happens i you go in with down. that expectation and i'm lit down yeah. um and I wasn't this time. And I think it, it held up really well. 
Um, mm-hmm. The only thing I, I did think that was interesting, and I don't know if this was on purpose or not, um, but there was like a lot of like what seemed like call-outs to like Jackie Chan movies. Yeah, I think Is I that think on it purpose? was. I think it was supposed to have like a little bit of. I don't know if necessarily Jackie Chan movies, but I thought it was supposed to pay like homage to like the old, like kung fu mm-hmm. type move type films. Because um, there was the I think on the bus there was the kind of the fighting with the jacket, and that was a very Jackie Chan-ish thing to just fight with random things. Yeah. Um, and then there was the fighting on the scaffolding, and that was like this mm-hmm. was definitely a Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> but oh, you're yeah, right, maybe like, not Jackie Chan directly. Stuff. Maybe it's like the old. Um, Kung Fu yeah. movies. Um, yeah. But yeah, I will say yeah. I was really happy that the fighting wasn't over the top CGI. Um, mm-hmm. that, I thought that, it was like cool, just right. how it was straight, like martial arts for the most part. Right. I mean, obviously, there was the stuff with the Ten Rings, which was cool, but um, yeah. But I think the, the stuff where it wasn't um, just the, the typical hand to hand combat was really really well done i was really happy with that because i didn't want it to yeah. be like where you know in some of those old kung fu movies you have those people that like run on the wall for like for like 50 yards oh yeah and it's like, just like it's a little like, unrealistic it's gonna end up being like crouching tiger hidden dragon where they're like yeah. running on air and yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but it, it made me like i love the universe that it built or mm. i guess i guess it really didn't build too much what's that land called that they were in so um, it was Tao Lao Tao Lao or whatever yeah and I think it's um, supposed I'm not sure I'm, I'm, I need to do some Marvel research here but I think yeah. that was supposed to be um oh what's that place called um I looked it up last night to make sure it wasn't the same place but the place where Iron Fist got trained mm. um it's not the same place but it's very similar yeah um, and maybe, I want to go ahead. I was just gonna say I want to like see more about that universe. Like I think the, they hinted at a lot of they gave hints to how like expansive it was, which sort of I would be surprised if they didn't go more into that sometime mm-hmm. in the future, whether it's in like a TV series or just like a sequel, Shang Chi movie. Yeah. Um, well, they definitely, I think what was exciting was, especially with this movie, because, so this was the second Phase 4 movie for Marvel. Mm-hmm. The first one was Black Widow, and that was obviously kind of in the past, uh, but then like the, that end credit scene, he kind of jumped to the future with it. Um, yeah. And then this one, this one was definitely in present time, and it kind of mm-hmm. started alluding to like, you know, some future stuff, which got me excited. Um, yeah, because at the end, the first end credit scene where Shan Chi and Aquafina's character, um, they were talking with with Wong and Captain Marvel, who's got her new hair again, um, mm-hmm. and Bruce Banner, and they were kind of like trying to figure out the the history behind these rings, and they were like nobody yeah. had any idea, and I was just like, like I was getting me excited again. Um, mm-hmm. which is good because I think after Endgame I was kind of a little bit just like okay like like I know they're going to be making more movies but you know there's not that big mysterious character or something else yeah. going on in the background that had me like drawn in but now, mm-hmm. I'm, now I'm drawn in again yeah 
Yep. Um, what do you think of Aquafina's character? I thought she was hilarious. I thought, I thought she was like a great sort of um, comic relief. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, because sometimes some of the characters she plays in shows, I I I get a little like tired of like as the movie goes on. Just because right. sometimes it's like. But this one, I thought, and I thought she was hilarious the entire time. And I thought, like, just the little, like the the scenes with her and whoever the old guy was there and Tao Lao. Oh yeah, I thought those like just little back and forths were hilarious. And mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was. I enjoyed her a lot. I I also enjoyed that it was sort of they didn't they didn't bring them into like a romantic relationship anywhere during. Oh the movie. my gosh, I love that. It was sort of just the good friends like buddy yeah. buddy type thing i buddy I, type of buddy adventure yeah i think after uh one of the it's like the first few marvel movies that they made every single one of them had like a love story going on in it. and i got really tired of that mm-hmm. i'm fine if they want to have love stories but it was like every single movie um so i was happy yeah. that they've gotten away from it and i was happy here that they didn't like try to force it because this movie, yeah. this wasn't the movie to do that. If they do that in the next movie, or in the mm-hmm. last movie, maybe that make more sense. But this one definitely wasn't the place for it. Um, yeah, I can hard, I can hard, I can't really think of very many Marvel movies that didn't don't have like some sort of romantic type mm-hmm. element to them. You know. Well, like so, some of them make sense, right? Like like Sp- the Spider Man movies make sense, right? With Peter Parker and right. MJ. Um, yeah. You know. But, but I think some of them they were just a little unnecessary. I think that's why like, the first two Thor movies are kind of a little, mm-hmm. meh. Um, I just don't think that love yeah. story fit, um, and that's why I think obviously they kind of like rebranded that character. But um, yeah. But like um, yeah, so there, there's just you know certain, I think moments in time to have the love story, and other times it's just mm-hmm. there's no need for it. Um, yeah. Not everybody needs to fall in love in every movie. Yeah, that's the truth. Um, so then, did you stick around for the final, the second? Um, mm, no, scene? I, I I left after the first one. Okay. Well, my so I'd slammed like what did I slam? <laughs> like chicken fingers, a ton of popcorn, mm. like sour gummies. I was my stomach was like destroyed the entire movie. <laughs> So then after that first thing, I was like, I just need to leave. Like, I can't be sitting down anymore. I need yeah. to, like, walk around and just burp. Mm-hmm. Well, did you look up what the last... And, um, yeah, so I, I looked it up. And, okay. Yeah. So what has me excited that they're doing um, is... Because we kind of saw this in the Captain America Winter... Not Captain America. God, the title of this show is terrible. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Oh, Tinker Taylor, um, Falcon Soldier. Tinker Taylor, Falcon Soldier. Yeah, um, when the those um, the people from Wakanda showed up, I can't mm-hmm. think of their their name, um, but they're the badass fighters. Um, yeah. And then at the end of this movie, they kind of have like these ten rings, um, and I'm kind of liking the fact that they're kind of getting these like separate, like organizations, like groups, like kind of clans almost that are yeah. gonna, probably going to show up in these other movies and other shows mm-hmm. to help tie things together. Um, yeah. I feel like that they're really expanding on that kind of mm-hmm. aspect. 
which has me excited. Um, yeah, my only because it's not a concern, but the thing I always it's always in the back of my head whenever I see these new films is or whenever they have these new like this new bad guy organization mm-hmm. like they did with like Black Widow and now you have the ten what is it the ten ring the ten rings what's yeah. hit yeah um, it's like why where have they been for this entire universe when we had all these superheroes going around like mm-hmm. fighting fighting bad guys um. And it's not a big deal. I mean, now you have to sort of create these to like keep the universe moving forward. But it's always, it always always makes me think back, like, well, why didn't Iron Man or somebody go take care of these like ten years ago? Or, well, right. And I think I think they kind of have given their explanations for for them. So like in Black Widow, um, that Russian boss guy was like he didn't want to get on the radar of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in this movie, they kind of talked about how it seems like the Ten Rings guy kind of like quit for a while yeah. when he had his family, which was basically yeah. the time of the Avengers <laughs> getting big. Mm-hmm. Um, and he probably wasn't wanting to draw too much attention to himself either. Um, right. So I think that, I think they kind of playing off like, oh, we were just trying to not get just caught. Lay low. Lay low. Yeah. And, there's only so much you can do to Thor and the Hulk. It's true. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think I'm I'm re excited for the Marvel universe. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm, um, yep. Looking Me too. F- and then we're... you looking forward to the Eternals? Oh yeah, I'm super pumped. Like, you know, I hadn't I hadn't seen the most latest trailer for it because I was mm-hmm. I was kind of mediocre on it anyways, and then I saw the trailer. For for that movie, uh, before Sean before Sean Chi, and mm-hmm. I got real excited. I did not realize, kind of with the um, the celestials that they're bringing into it, they got me really excited. Yeah, um, especially if they're going to be fighting them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely super excited, and I'm hoping. I just hope we can get a Rob Star Jon Snow reunion. <laughs> um, with yeah. some type of line that just hints that like they're, they're, they break the fourth wall just a little bit um, yeah just maybe like also oh, you're, you're you, maybe like he comments that because Jon Snow's character is like the Black Knight I think mm-hmm. um, granted I don't know how similar he's going to be to that character but I hope they make some comment that like he dresses in all black that'd be kind of yeah. Um we'll see we will see. All right, Gordon. Let's talk about video games. This is why I'm really here. This is yep. why most people listen to the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Sony's their showcase, basically their E3 event that came in, you know, months later. Um, it had some heavy hitters in there. What was your favorite? I mean, probably Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Um, I mean, I played the hell out of that game when I was younger, and I'm especially excited because it's not just like a remaster. It's basically a, a remake. full-blown remake mm-hmm. from the ground up. Um, and I, it sounds like, I don't think it's been confirmed by anyone like the, the actual studio, but they're going to do away with the like the turn-based combat that it had 
back then where it's like you pick your move and then your person mm. does the move itself and then like the next person attacks and then you right. um, sounds like they're going to get rid of that and make it more of like RPG type um, where you're actually controlling the combat yourself. Kind of giving it the um, Final Fantasy 7 remake type of yeah, deal, like, right? Yeah, so you're actually, it's not going to be turn-based anymore, it's going to be mm. actual um I don't know what that what the word is for that type of combat, Just but you're, yeah, you're organized real time, real time combat. <laughs> real I guess. time, I guess, yeah. Um, um, so I, I've never played the original Kotar, um, and um, I, I think I don't know if it's on Game Pass or not because it was an Xbox exclusive. It's you know yeah that that's kind of funny that it went from like one side an to the Xbox other, yeah. Exclu- yeah. And I know it's I think it's only timed for PlayStation. But that can mean a billion different things. Because sometimes, yeah. sometimes those games like do end up coming to the Xbox years later, and then like sometimes right. they just don't. Um, yeah. But you know it is, and we can kind of dive into this a little bit more later. But um, just exclusive content is just getting bigger and bigger. But um, uh, I think my favorite thing that they went over was the uh, Spider-Man Two trailer. You know, it didn't show mm-hmm. a lot. Um, yeah. But I think just them, you know, officially showing, you know, a little bit of Venom. And, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Uh, I think that was, it just got me excited for it. And yeah, I hope, I mean, you know, I know they said like, you know, it was coming out in 2023, but yeah. I feel like when they showed off the first Spider Man game, they showed mm-hmm. off like a teaser trailer for like three years before they finally released the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hope I hope they actually hold twenty twenty three, but um, yeah, we'll see. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I the pipe. I mean, it's still there's. They didn't show um, like a ton of games, but I feel like it was a good, a lot of big time blockbuster type of games. So you have like yeah, they 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 Horizon, showed them. right. God of War that'll be coming out next year, mm-hmm. and then they showed like, I guess the next step, which is like Wolverine and Spider-Man, and then right. I mean, who knows when? I guess it's hard to say when the Knights of the Old Republic will come out. Well, I think that's I what they're... that's what they kind of really did because like until this showcase, the only games that we knew about that were coming out next year for PlayStation were the games that got delayed. For this year, mm-hmm. right? God yeah. of War, Horizon Forbidden West, Gran Turismo Seven. Mm-hmm. So they definitely revealed a lot more of that extended roadmap. Yeah, um, which is which is kind of funny. So I feel like like PlayStation and Xbox kind of flip flopped the past two years on their showcases. Mm-hmm. You know, last year Xbox showed a lot of games that were like two, three years down the road, and then where PlayStation focused on here's what's coming up in the next like 12, 18 months. And then this yeah. year it was kind of a flip flop, which, um, which is good. Cause I think especially early in the generation, it's nice to know some of those games that are coming out like in three or four years, just to kind of be like, okay, I'm playing these now, but those, those yeah. are the games that are coming out. So I can, mm-hmm. I feel comfortable investing into this system now. Right. Um, um one thing, this is sort of, guess it's along the same um topic but so you know the big apple epic lawsuit that's been going on for a while yeah 
and how the whole thing is like Epic wants to be able to, they think that Apple has a monopoly by only allowing the app store, mm-hmm. um, the Apple app store. Um, and I know they ruled that there wasn't enough or Epic didn't show enough evidence to say that Apple has a monopoly, right? but that, that doesn't mean it's impossible, but I'm wondering how, cause I know a- a- Epic's gonna, um, whatever they're, they're gonna, um, they don't like the decision, so they're gonna, you know, what's the word that you re, like, take it to the next circuit? Yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah. Well, um, I know, I know they both. I saw like a little bit of the clips, but it seemed like they both lost, right? So, Epic lost because they didn't prove that Apple was a monopoly, but Apple also lost because they have to allow a third, like a, a third. Yeah, third party. A third party, a separate route to go pay, right? Um, So therefore, I mean, that's going to allow all those apps to allow, like when someone clicks to buy something in an app, it's going to reroute them to the website. So therefore, Apple doesn't get any of that money. I think they'll find another. I mean, they can then they'll just start charging the developer for every download, or they'll make mm-hmm. their like a developer toolkit cost more. Right. They'll find a way to get their money. But what I've what I have been thinking about is how this down the road plays out with like Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation, because I know from the government level they're trying to say that like Apple does have a monopoly, at least like some of those like super the like the super liberal um, Mm -hmm. side is trying to say apple has a monopoly and they should you should be able to sideload any store on there and you should be able to choose if you want to use the epic app store or the microsoft app store you should be able to use that on your apple phone right is then if that one day down the road if that decision comes how that affects because essentially if you're saying apple has a monopoly by only allowing the apple app store on their devices then it's like okay well how does that work for playstation xbox nintendo when they're only allowing their store on their system yeah that's a good point i think you know it's funny i I think that would only benefit microsoft (laughs) Um, well yeah because they have game pass they have game pass they have the they just want to put that x cloud app on every device, right? Um, yeah, that's that's their end game. I think they've right. they've kind of hinted at that they've tried to do it with Sony and Nintendo, um, mm-hmm. but I think yeah, I, I that's an interesting thought. I haven't I haven't thought about that. Um, so it's weird to me because hmm. So no, I don't know. I mean, I. I see a future where these sort of, I mean, well, I've also read articles where they say this could be the very last, um, these could be the last consoles, um, ever just because after that, like we're moving so quickly towards like streaming that eventually are you really going to need these big dedicated systems when you can just stream stuff from yeah wherever? So I guess, you know, if, as far as that topic goes, I I think we, we still have one more generation. Um, but I think there will always be an option to download stuff. Um, yeah. So I don't think you'll ever be able to beat playing from that console or that PC that's sitting next to you. Because, um, you know, there's, there's, 
they've talked about this before. There's like just the laws of physics kind of don't allow you to have that same experience of playing on a system that's right next to you or playing on a server that's 200 miles away. Like the speed of light is only so fast. Um, so I think oh, we're yeah, still, I'm just, still... I'm just wondering if one day eventually that we just, with all new laws or whatever it is, that there aren't PlayStation and Xboxes anymore. And every you can download, they're, they're more of like an ecosystem that you can download onto some other device like the shield thing that whoever came out with uh, or... like kind of like a roku right it's yeah more of like yeah i don't know um we'll see we'll see because i think i mean we still have eight years or yeah. however however before like we would even be in the next sort of generation and then a lot of stuff can change in eight years it's so. hard yeah i guess it's the reason i the reason why i think it's kind of it's kind of a different it's not really a monopoly with, with, in this case, is because you can still go to GameStop and Best Buy and buy a physical version of these games, right? Yeah. So I think unless they get rid of the physical discs, I don't think this will be an issue for like Xbox and, and Sony and Nintendo. Because that, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of a, a third party option to go buy a game. Um, yeah. But. But yeah, I'm not, because like, because like the big issue that you know, Epic had with Apple, about going, you know, not having the ability to to get transferred to a a website to then purchase in-game currency, you can do that on the Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. Um, you can buy it on the app, or you can go to the website and buy it. So it's not like you're forced. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I, I think. The consoles, and I'm sure they will bend, you know, the need to whatever thing they need to do to allow them to not have to allow Sony to be able to put their software or app store yeah. on the. Xbox well, I, I think it's. I think there's always just going to be like I think it's a slippery slope that there's always going to be an argument against. What a, what's a, what's a monopoly and what is a, mon- a monopoly? Because if you say that Apple is a, is a monopoly because they have their device and you can mm-hmm. only use their app store, then it's like okay, well is McDonald's a monopoly because you can only buy McDonald's cheeseburgers at the place? Like why can't I buy a Burger King cheeseburger there? Or why can't I buy this? Like it goes down to it just keeps cascading and mm-hmm. it's like where does it where does it end? So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just I. I'd seen some articles about like the implications for, I think they were talking about more of the implications for Nintendo currently, because this is sort of on mobile type devices. And right. they were like, well, you could consider the switch a mobile device. Yeah. So I don't know, but that was a little, I digressed a little yeah. bit there, but <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's an interesting topic and we'll see where that goes, but I don't know. It's hard for me to look at, like Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo is in the same vein as how Apple is. Apple's a lot yeah. more strict. Um, so I'm sure so, but I mean, I, I think it's an argument that if you're, if you're a lawyer on behalf of Apple, mm-hmm. there's a lot of cases you can look at and be like, okay, well, we're doing the same thing as these people are doing. Why are we getting singled out? Or right. like, I think there's just, it, it would set a dangerous precedent to say that micro or, they say 
Google's a monopoly because they are doing this or that on their phone, and, and mm. Apple's a monopoly because they're doing this. And I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We will see. Um, my dogs have been barking so much this morning. Um, they just want to be on the podcast. I just want to be on the podcast. <laughs> um, well, you know, to jump back to Sony's event, because um, I was having a conversation with Paul, my former roommate now, work colleague Paul, um, about God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I was kind of telling him that, you know, I felt like the trailer itself, that reveal, was just not a good trailer reveal. It didn't really, yeah. for me, it didn't move the needle to get me excited at all. I, th- I still think it'll be a great game. It'll, I'll probably still likely get it. But I just felt like that trailer and reveal was just not a good trailer. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean... Or yeah, do you have different you, thoughts? You, no, I feel like usually like a reveal is more of like a kind of like a movie trailer type thing where mm. you're not seeing as much gameplay. You're sort of seeing um, cinematics and right. getting a little background on the story. Whereas I don't feel like this one really gave you much information on the story and sort of just showed you some random gameplay of them floating down the river here or mm-hmm. some of the new combat moves you could do. And you were still sort of didn't get me like really excited by having like this awesome cinematic type um right trailer like you'd see in like i mean i I always go back because i think i think blizzard does probably some of the best cinematic trailers there are when Mm. they do them for like warcraft or diablo or they they make them like big budget triple a type movie cinematic but um but this one yeah i just didn't get super excited by it because there just wasn't there wasn't much story there and i'm still i don't feel like i learned anything except i'm like okay there's a couple new combat moves i was like but other than that like i feel like they could have just been showing me an expansion to yeah that's that i kind of mentioned that as well i felt like they it didn't show me why this is like a new game (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't like this is why it's a step forward. It was sort right. of like okay, everything looks the same except it's winter everywhere, and mm. it looks like you unlocked a new, a new couple new moves. But right. what's like why is this? What what's what should I be excited for? And right. they didn't really do that. You know, and, and it, yeah, it might also be part because this is still a crossing game. Um, yeah, granted, we still haven't really seen that many next-gen games that really push the needle, right? I mean, the closest yep. thing is probably Ratchet & Clank that mm-hmm. that pushed next-gen, but even that, um, I remember they were, you know, everyone was talking about how it was like the, the portal to a different dimension, which was the main reason why it couldn't play on the old systems, but then yeah. I think Psychonauts 2 had a similar feature like that, mm-hmm. and People were like, this works fine on the Xbox One and PS4. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought Demon uh, Demon Souls was, like, really took advantage of the next gen and was a beautiful game. And mm-hmm. um, But that was, like, a launch exclusive, and we haven't seen anything since then, really. Well, that and I think that game, too, though, I think they could have gotten that game to run on last gen consoles. I think 
outside of like the amazing visuals, I don't think there was anything new from the PS3 version of the game that really like no, made it they seem... kept the, yeah, they kept the guts of it. They just right. made it pretty. Right, that's what I was thinking. Like they could have, I think, dropped down the visuals a little bit. Um, but even like like a game like um, what was it, Godfall? That mm-hmm. was that that PS5 exclusive. It came to the PS4 three months later. Yeah, I know. I I actually bought that a couple weeks ago because I was like bored and I wanted to play a new game and I was like, well, I'll just buy this. Um, um, was it good? Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's not super deep story-wise and it's mm. sort of just but the combat's fun and it's yeah. fun to go kill kill some people, but um yeah, I I I'm still waiting for like the the true next-gen games that are actually going to I feel like they're just using because maybe it's because of console shortages, but they're using last gen as a crutch still to yeah. also release their games on. And you know, it, it's funny going into this gen, I thought Sony was going to be the first one to kind of really show off true next gen gaming. Um, but I think now with kind of, I guess maybe the effect of COVID, it might be mm-hmm. Microsoft who gets that opportunity. Yeah. Cause I think Microsoft has, three games coming out next year that are all going to be next-gen exclusive. Um, and I don't know if Sony has any. I mean, I'm sure they maybe have a couple. Um, yeah, I don't but like, know. their big title games, God of War, Horizon, and Gran Turismo are all cross-gen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It might, you know, it might be Starfield. It might be the first game to really... Yeah showcase true next gen because they've redone their entire engine mm-hmm. for next gen so <clears throat> we'll see um did you see actually this is kind of a completely side note did you see the leaks for redfall redfall it's that as frank put it um the uh shoot what is it um the gen zers versus vampires game the that they showed off at the microsoft Oh, I haven't seen any leaks. I, I mean, I was not. Ex- I didn't. That's not the type of game that I will play anyway. So I well, haven't really paid much attention to it. Yeah. So I, I, I think when I saw the reveal, I was like, oh, I could use some gameplay. <laughs> yeah. If you really want me to be excited for this, because um, I think you know, it, it didn't. Yeah. It just. I mean, the concept of it is kind of cool. But um, so, mm-hmm. anyways, there was a, there was a little bit of a leak. Some screenshots shown. And, you know, it's a full-blown open-world game. I guess and it's more of a looter-shooter-like, mm-hmm. like, um, Borderlands, rather than, like, a kind of area survival type of game. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that got me more excited. Um, yeah. Just because I, th- I think those types of games are really, really fun. Like, the Destinies, yeah. the Borderlands. And I know Destiny's more of an MMO than Borderlands, but... I think there's like looters, and then I guess it has a third person option as well, like third person camera mm-hmm. option. Um, yeah, which is nice because I always think it's weird when you get these games that are like like Destiny, like you customize your character and all that stuff, but then you never and really you see them. Yeah, yep, you <laughs> um, can't see your character ever. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's yeah, but all right, Gordon. I think we've talked long enough. I don't want to talk to you yeah. anymore. Um, yeah, that's enough. I need to go. Yeah, gotta get ready for football. <laughs> I know, football. What time does it start here? 11? 11 is the first game, yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. Who knows what games we're going to get on because like region. Yeah. You know, know. it still boggles me that, that when you look at like services like Netflix and Hulu and Disney plus, you can download Mm -hmm. shows to watch them wherever you want. You can watch anything you want. No commercials. And then football's like, you get two games a day or two games Mm -hmm. at one, another game at the, the afternoon. And then, and, and it's all based off where you live. Yeah. I and then if you if you pay a crap ton of money, like 180 bucks a month, you can watch whatever game you want, except for the ones in your um, in your market. In your market. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, jeez, it's ridiculous. Uh, well, this isn't a sports cast, so let's not dive into that. Um, yeah, that's a different that's a different podcast it's a different coming podcast. to the <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, everyone, all right. thanks for watching. Thanks. Um, be back next week. Like and subscribe. Like Peace. and subscribe. Bye-bye.